just a boy from Kansas out to save the world from chronic diseases. And I truly mean that. Nobody is in control of your health but you. I can't heal you. Your doctor can't heal you. You have to heal you. And it's all about having the education empowerment to know what you need to be changing within yourself, within your life, to set your soul free and accomplish that best life that we all like to talk about. And I truly believe that the greatest medicine of all is to teach people how not to need it. I'm Brendan Vermeyer, the original Holistic Savage. Welcome to the Holistic Savage Podcast. Watching, And I'll tell you a funny story. It's kind of embarrassing, but I think you'll appreciate this. I'm here for but it. But my apartment in, um, in Asheville, I'm in LA now. I have another place in Asheville, or did. And... Um, I'm sitting there and I just moved into the apartment and every day there's a beautiful woman across the way who walks around in her, her apartment naked. Okay. So I'm looking right across the way and I'm just like, okay, now, so everyone's probably laughing. Now I'm a dude, I'm a single dude. I'm like, there's a beautiful, this girl's gorgeous. And then I just go, Jade, what do you think she would think if there's some dude who sees what she's doing and is, you know, watching her, is that a virtuous thing to do? Now, of course, it's in my, you know, like I, this, what am I going to do? But I closed my blinds and I just, and I was thinking to myself, that's not something that a younger Jade Tita would have done, right? I would have been, you know, being like, damn, this chick is hot, calling my friends, being like, bring the popcorn over or whatever, right? And looking <laughs> across the room at this beautiful, you know, naked 20 some year old. Now I just go, um, yeah, I'm not going to do that because I wouldn't, she would not want me to do that. It's not a virtuous thing to do. And I'm also not in that hedonistic place that you talk about mm -hmm. where I'm like, I need that. I, I would rather be a good human with no one watching. I would rather, you know, take out the trash, small things. Like I just moved into a new building and they put my boxes when we get mail, they're way down at the other thing. And someone in my building, I have not even met, brings these things to my front door and i wonder if they do it for everybody because you know it's kind of spread out so i think maybe my my unit's on the way and i'm just like this is the kind of human that i want to be and the kind of humans that we want in the world and the final thing i'll say here is when you start behaving like that all of a sudden it starts to translate into virtuous behaviors other places what i mean by that but virtuous behaviors like literally eating better your other four jobs start to get better as you become more purpose driven and anchored in the the type of person who's going to take care of team human if you if i can teach one thing about pain and i know you'll agree with me here brendan if i could teach one thing about personal pain the best way as a human to heal your pain and i would almost say the only way to completely heal your suffering and pain as a human is to find and heal that suffering and pain in another. Mm -hmm. That's really the only way to completely do it. That you mm -hmm. first go, I cut my finger. Oh my God, let me patch it myself. Let me learn to be discerning with a knife, right? That's like, that's going from child to adolescence. And then the final step into maturity and adulthood is go, you know what? Let me help other people be better with knives. Let me teach them how to mm -hmm. not cut themselves or to heal themselves. And that's what you and I do. It's probably the reason that we're here talking. Exactly. Yeah, I love this. And, and I think you just broke it down very well, kind of step by step, where 
you know, like you said, people uh, react interestingly to their suffering and, and suffering is part of life. I, I was just writing about suffering the other day on the gram and, you know, talking about how obviously the body really operates on this principle of specific adaptation to impose demand. And it's like we we all experience suffering. Life happens. Bad stuff happens. Uh, painful things happen, and and that results in trauma. And that trauma, uh, very much, uh, kind of literally and you know psychoemotionally, rhetorically, uh, shapes our belief system, shapes our physiology and our neuroplasticity. You know that trauma, that suffering that results in trauma, it's a stimuli, and and ultimately it's it's up to us on on how we grow from it. It's. Uh, I don't know, it's kind of like if a, a tree is growing and then, you know, a fence gets kind of put right on top of it. And it's like, well, it can either, you know, wither and die or it can adapt. And, oh, well, I was supposed to be a straight tree, but now I'm going to be a curvy tree and grow around this fence. And so um, I love where, what you're saying, where it's like, I think we really need to embrace the suffering, embrace the trauma, you know, uh, what can I learn from it? And, you know, what 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 is that future self that I'm trying to be? What what do I want for myself in my life? Uh, and what can I? What's the lesson to be extrapolated from this trauma, from this suffering that then I can use on my higher path? But then I can take that to the next level and serve others. And so.